Alright, welcome back to Bring on the Weird. You're Will. That's me. You're Elijah. That's what they call me. <laughs> Messed it what? up. No. <laughs> what are we We're doing going today? To, do you like to dance? You ever get your dance on? Sometimes. Is the music in you? Yeah, most you know times. Song? Do you, ever, do you ever hear a song from New Radicals? You've got the music in you? I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if that's what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. One might say uh, Dance Fever. A little bit. Ah. And it was a wild fever back in the 7th century to this, up until about the 17th century when it just quit. There was this mass hysteria of dancing. Do you drink when you so, dance or do you dance when you drink? I usually dance when I drink because <laughs> I'm too embarrassed otherwise. What are you drinking tonight? Is that going to cause you to dance? No, it probably won't. It's a beer by Victory called Prima Pils. It's a German-style pilsner. What about you? Just my Genesee. Good old Genesee. Yeah, you know, I was talking to my wife, and uh, she said, you really need to get a different beer. And I'm like, man, I really like this Victory beer. It's good. <laughs> and they're made right near me in good old Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Genesee's not wildly far from me. It's Rochester, New York. But apparently, um, you go to the plant and take a tour I've heard you'll probably change your mind on Genesee beer because well, the whole the whole place is just rancid. <laughs> it's like going to a hot dog factory. <laughs> like you love hot dogs, you go to a hot dog factory, and you're like, "No way, I'm done with these things." Nope. No amount of mustard and sauerkraut and relish is going <laughs> to fix these. Nope. Gross. You got a bunch of gray aliens in there working, making hot dogs out of cows. Is it? Oh. Come on, man. A reference. Yeah. A reference. That, uh-huh. They're boring out the butthole. Right. Making hot dogs. And that's where hot dogs come from. Yep. That's a lot of cow buttholes. What do you think they do with the cows after they're done? Hamburgers. You think? You think they're good enough for burgers, though? Probably, I guess. After the bored out butthole? Yeah, probably. Probably not so good for rump roast. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with our topic, does it? Uh, there were probably cows then. I'm sure there were cows, yeah. But I'm pretty sure that's not what was causing these people to dance. These people dance. A lot of people danced until they died. Can you imagine that? I barely want to go to work, much I less mean, put on put in the cardio until for days and weeks until you die. Yeah, honestly, I'm winded after the electric slide. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> I mean, they're dancing that long and long enough to just, kill them. Just one. Yeah, <clears throat> going to a wedding. You get a couple of chicken dances in, you get the Macarena in, done. That's enough. Don't need that until I go to the next wedding in four years. Do but people still do the Macarena? If the we last have time any, you do a wedding. Uh, it's been a while. If we have any younger listeners, they're going to say, what in the hell is the Macarena? <laughs> YouTube it. They got to know the chicken dance. Yeah, I mean, they definitely still do the chicken dance at weddings. And, um, oh, what's that? Cha-cha slide. Oh, uh, yeah, I do know that. That's, like... The newer electric slide, right? Yeah. That's the one where it's like, clap, clap, clap your hands. <laughs> exactly. I'm not a can singer. You, can you imagine doing that for weeks on end? No. Like I said, by the by this time the song is over, I'm done. There's a good chance I had a heart attack on the floor and I'm dead. Yeah, exactly. And then you got you got to get scraped up. You just scrape you off the floor and then bring out the Zamboni, push that one off to the side, and bring in the new dancers. But so, what, I mean, this, what blows my mind is these people were dancing for days and weeks on end, but wasn't there a recent experiment where they tried to keep people up? I know it was a creepypasta thing, the Russian sleep experiment. They put like 10, yeah. 8, 10, 12 people in, in one facility and just made them stay awake for days and days and days, and shit got crazy yeah i mean they basically they turned into like monsters yeah according to that story yeah but yeah I, yeah the, i don't think that's just creepypasta i think that is that's actually what happened yeah I, well i don't know if i mean there's a lot of stuff we talk about we don't know if it actually happened or not but <laughs> uh, i do remember hearing that and i don't think it was from creep creepypasta the russian sleep experiment that was a that was a real thing yeah. what you're saying see well, well that's uh, i'm that's... not on record saying it's a real thing <laughs> I'm on record saying it's not strictly creepypasta. That's what throws me off about this whole 
when I when I was researching the mass hysteria and this dancing plague, people were dancing for days and weeks on end. Well, no wonder they went nuts because they weren't sleeping. They yeah, just kept dancing. Point. Some somehow they there was their bodies just needed to keep moving. When was this? Uh. One of the first, the earliest known outbreak was in the seventh century, but there's been a couple that have been more documented, where people just all of a sudden they just gotta start dancing. Up until the seventeenth century, when a, a lot of it stopped in Europe, anyhow. But what is hysteria? What is mass hysteria? Yeah. Well, on dictionary.com. Mass hysteria is a condition affecting a group of persons characterized by excitement or anxiety, irrational behavior or beliefs, or inexplicable symptoms of illness. So some kind of wild placebo or nocebo effect? Well, I mean, what if you were at Woodstock and you sneezed and then your neighbor sneezed and then their neighbor sneezed and then next thing you know, everybody's sneezing? Is that mass hysteria? I don't know if I'd call that one mass hysteria. That one's probably a contagion. Hmm. Then you had to have the 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 Woodstock flu contagion. Oh man, we're not ready to combat that. Nope. But what if we predict that? Us what? as a show? Yeah. What if we just predicted that the next time no, they had Woodstock? Because uh, stuff that happens at Woodstock stays at Woodstock. It it, it should, but it doesn't. Because. <laughs> There are victims. Well, I mean, they have festivals all the time, so and there's victims. not Woodstock, but they have all kinds of festivals. It's very possible some kind of crazy outbreak could happen. Right. So, what's a festival? The um, well, we have one right here in my state called Firefly. It's like three I, days long. You never heard? Of, you never heard of that? No. What is the yeah, Burning right, Man for East Coast? It's right in Dover. What? <clears throat> yeah, it's like a three-long festival. Or, yeah, three-long. A three-day-long festival. People camp out. It, they go nuts. The Dover flu contagion. It's coming. I'm too close. I'm dead. It's coming. Board up your windows. Well, I already that's, have that's them boarded not up. Plastic. I got bunker. them boarded up, and I got my tinfoil hat on. <laughs> you need a hermetically sealed bunker. Yeah, I'm working on that. I'm hoping this podcast can make me enough money to do that. We're getting there. We get real close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our ad is blowing up. <clears throat> People love our ad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> Literally the two worst actors in the country trying to act. Actually, you were way better than me. We're going to Broadway, baby. I can't go to Broadway without you. You're coming too. Well, I'm going to have to take acting classes. No. It's all improv. So in the 1020s in Bernburg, Germany... 18 peasants began singing and dancing around a church, disturbing a Christmas Eve service. Uh, they have no reason. They just started doing it, and there it was. Uh, so they just started dancing, and then others saw them, and they started dancing. Yeah, somehow it just turned into this a flash big, mob. massive... Yeah, that's what it was. That, it that was the, to be the, first, whole thing. the first ever flash mob. <laughs> 1020s Germany. Uh I'm not even going to attempt to fake a German accent, so... Yeah, me either. Hmm. So, I mean, you heard it here first. Like, you heard it here first, folks. The first ever flash mob in Germany a bazillion years ago. A bazillion. I mean, close to it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much bazillion. <clears throat> so what else? You got anything else on that? Um, The dancing mania? Yeah. yeah. They called it the dancing plague, yeah. right? There, yeah, I think the one that happened in fifteen, fifteen eighteen was the most. Was fifteen eighteen? Yeah, I think that one was the most documented one. Just this wild freaking party where, uh, what is her name? Frau Trophia. That's her name. Did you see her name? I did not. Ah, Frau Trophia. I might Trophia. have, just not. Maybe I didn't know how to pronounce it. Maybe I saw it and didn't know. You just skipped over it. Yeah. I have no time for this Frau. I see German names. I just skip them. I don't even read them. I just skip to the next word. That's not a person. Frau. <laughs> uh, she began to dance fervently in a street in Strasbourg in 1518. It lasted somewhere between four and six days. Within a week, 
34 others had joined, and within a month, there were around 400 dancers. And the funny thing is, it was predominantly female. Well, there you go. Uh. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Oh, but that doesn't mean that says predominantly female. So there were some dudes in there cutting a rug, or maybe they just wanted to get in there and start grinding away at all those unshaved women of the 16th century. Is that how centuries work? 1500s were 16th century? Yes. Because 0 to 99 was the, the first zero. century. What? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Some of these people would die from heart attacks, strokes, or exhaustion. Just, well, yeah, if you're just cardio for four freaking days, you're gonna die. But can you imagine they had no fat on those bodies? No. They burned all that fat off. <laughs> yes. That's a lot of cardio. Tons of cardio. These people were starving as it is. So somehow they just they just went nuts and started dancing because they were famished, drinking river water. One report indicates that for a period, the plague killed around 15 people per day. Can you, per day? Yeah. So people were just just going to town. Food scooting boogie. Cha-cha slide. Electric slide. They didn't even know what electric was in the 1500s, but they had the electric slide. Look, I got to be honest with you. If I was joining in just, you know, for fun... And I saw one person drop dead next to me. I would say, all right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Turn, turn me off. Throw me I'm in a river. I'm not doing this. I can't, I can't stop. Throw me in a river. I'm done. If you're dancing like that, I mean, they, they could have invented a whole new swim style. Damn this breaststroke and freestyle crap. You just get dancing mania. How fast can you do the dancing mania in a 50 meter? I don't know. I feel like you would just sink. <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't work too well. Just, just the just like... <laughs> Flailing your arms and legs, you end up going right to the bottom. Ooh, Macarena is like an anchor. You can't make. Well, you're Macarena. good. You're good when you first put when you put your first, you know, <laughs> your two arms out. You're good. You go a little bit forward. Once you cross them over your chest, it's like you're sinking to a call. Straight coffin. anchor. Straight anchor. Yeah, you're done. It's like you like your what? What is that dive? Where? What is it? A jackknife dive? Where well, like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe we just made it up as kids. That, You'd like jump in. <laughs> Like cross your arms and then you pull one of your feet up. You, I don't know. I can't explain it. What? It's hard to explain. Those are some heavy mushrooms you were having. Yeah, you were probably you were probably poisoned by the ergot fungi. That that's one theory for this wild stuff for the early European dancing mania. So they were tripping. You know what ergot is? I do not. It is a derivative. Hold on, let me read this through. The ergot fungi, which grows commonly on grains in the wheat family, see, it was just straight wheat everywhere in early Europe, ergotamine is the main psychoactive product of ergot fungi. It is structurally related to the drug lysergic acid dithalamide, LSD. Hmm. So these, this is one theory. These peasants and impoverished people got a hold of this rotten bread and this rotten wheat they were just uh, just gnawing on wheat from the fields and just tripping their asses off on this LSD product of the 1500s. I thought the government made LSD. <sighs> they figured out how to make it out of bread. Watch Maybe bread. they figured out they figured out how to get it all for the bread and mass produce it. Uh huh. See, this all comes back. They're, are we predicting another? You got the Dover flu contagion coming. Yeah. Nobody knows where Dover is, by the way. <laughs> Everyone listening is like, what? Do Dover? Where in the hell is that? That's not a state. No, no, Dover is not a state. <laughs> Historical documents, including physician notes, cathedral sermons, local and regional chronicles, and even notes issued by the Strasbourg City Council are clear that the victims danced. It is not known why these people dance, some even to their deaths. But the ergot thing is just just a theory. At this point in time, but I mean, it sounds good, right? It, can you imagine if the dad from Fo uh, Footloose was there? <laughs> he would be so mad. <laughs> or not just the dad, the whole the town. Yeah, they would be so mad. <laughs> Pitchforks, torches, the whole shebang. Just stabbing these dancing bastards. Yeah, not happening. It would end that plague. Oh, that yeah. dancing plague real quick. I think I read someplace. I don't know if it was this one or other dancing plagues that we're going to talk about here one of them they built a a dance floor I'm like oh hell we got 150 people dancing out here 
they're going to need a place to dance. So the people started dancing before the band started playing. <laughs> Isn't that goofy? <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> that was one. Oh, yeah. It, it is this one. As the dancing plague worsened, concerned nobles sought the advice of local physicians who ruled out astrological and supernatural causes. Then even these people were like, oh, it's probably aliens. <laughs> Instead of announcing it. What? No, go ahead. I just said reptilians. <laughs> no, no. See, the, see, that's the problem. They, Pleiadians. They, they control you, right? They, I would say the Pleiadians are very suggestive. They can get in your mind. They suggest all the things. Go eat that wheat. Yeah, you want to eat that wheat. I know it tastes rotten. You eat that wheat. Stop Next dancing. You know. no, stop dancing. No, stop dancing. See, the body couldn't couldn't stop dancing. They See, they handle the LSD better than we do. The Pleiadians. Yeah, maybe. They assumed it was good, fine for us, and they said, go eat it. We ate it. We started tripping. We started having strokes and heart attacks and dying because we couldn't stop dancing. Maybe that was their first attempt at channeling in mass. <clears throat> what, see... If they just had DDR back then, it would have been great. <laughs> they could have been out there just... Everybody's getting, getting high, high scores. Yeah, high scores everywhere. Except they're just getting high. Yeah. Uh, they ruled out astrological and supernatural causes. Instead, announced that the plague was a natural disease caused by hot blood. However, instead of prescribing bleeding, authorities encouraged more dancing. In part by opening two guild halls and a grain market. Grain. See? They just fed into it. And even constructing a wooden stage. The authorities did this because they believed that the dancers would recover only if they danced continuously night and day. To increase the effectiveness of the cure, authorities even paid for musicians to keep the afflicted moving. The strategy was a disaster. After those Obviously. policies were <laughs> after those policies were applied, the illness underwent a dramatic growth. Performing dancers in more public spaces facilitated the spread of the psychic contagion. So the doctors are like, mm, yep, it's not aliens. Oh, you got that hot blood. It's got to stay in you. We can't, we can't bleed that out. No, no leeches for this one. You got to dance it out. It we really does. a wooden just, stage. More bands. It really does. I mean, it really does just sound like Woodstock. Like just a bunch of hippies, like all high, <laughs> dancing around, just living their best life, you know. And, and then the local people are like, well, we need to give them a place to dance. Yeah, so we'll we're gonna we're gonna contain them over here. I wonder if they they built this wooden stage, but then did they did the people they were so out of their minds after six seven days of dancing? Did they just let people dance them onto the wooden stage? Come on, Jacob. I I know it's electric. Not, you bring your electric slide over here, Jacob. Come on. <laughs> slide to the right. <laughs> slide to the right. Slide to the right. Slide to the right. Slide to the right. Keep going. Keep going. You got to suggest it. You got to you got to overcome the Pleiadian <laughs> suggestion. Next thing you know, they just give them all suggestions like that. Next thing you know, they're all on the stage. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of funny because you said something about the bread, and there's another one that comes up a little bit later that I have that has a similar theory about the bread. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah, it does. Kind of interesting. It's a real popular one, but all right. You have um, any more on the dancing? The Urgai thing. It. It fails to explain why virtually every outbreak occurred somewhere along the Rhine and Moselle rivers, areas linked by water but with quite different climates and crops. So it wasn't the same, like, strain of wheat. It didn't – so I guess it didn't rot in the same way. Hmm. Maybe – was it the same body of water? Yeah, it was only along these two different rivers, the Rhine and the Moselle, or the Mosel, however the Germans want to pronounce that. I don't know. Maybe they connected further – up river, something was dumped in the river, and both of them got it. They drank that water and went nuts. You know what it was? Chemtrails. <laughs> they had no idea there were chemtrails being dumped on them in 1518. That's because we went back in time. They thought we were UFOs. We were chemtrailing everybody back then. Chemtrailing through time. That's it. Um, is there anything else for this one? I mean, that it's a pretty weird one. Yeah, that's that's out there. This psychogenic illness could have created a chorea, or, or a, a situation com comp comprising random and intricate unintentional movements that flit from body part to body part. Diverse choreas were labeled in the Middle Ages referring to the independent epidemics of dancing mania that happened in Central Europe, particularly at the time of the plague. So, man, not, not only were they dealing with the plague at this time, 
but suddenly we had this outbreak of people needing to dance. Sounds like Tourette's <laughs> or like restless leg syndrome. It was a severe case of restless leg, and it was a contagion of the same. <laughs> restless limb syndrome. Man, can you imagine if these people had leprosy at the same time? Trying to do the Macarena, suddenly your hand falls off? Damn. Yeah, that wouldn't be good, man. Cha-cha I'm, trying to, I'm trying to remember the Macarena. You two hands out, you flip them over, cross your chest, you put the them on your hips, and, off. Then you and then you wiggle your butt. Yeah, then I think you wiggle like a quarter quarter of a turn. Oh, yeah, and then you jump a quarter of a turn. Yeah, something yeah, like I mean, that. You go to put your hands out and one of your arms falls off. <laughs> then how do you cross them over your chest? You can't. You can only do one. No, then you have to move on to another dance. Yeah, then you can't finish because you can't put both hands on your hips. <laughs> you oh, put man. one foot in, it stays there. <laughs> I was thinking, that's not the Macarena, but then I realized what you were doing. They didn't even have to shake it all about. They just put it in. It fell off. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have anything to shake. No, you just a, just a stump. Yeah. All right, what do you got? <clears throat> well, I mean, if we want to go back to another bread theory. Yeah, yeah. Well, mine is probably one of the most famous ones ever, the Salem Witch Trials. Oh, yeah. 1692 to 1693. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I got this info- information from MNN.com. Uh, it says, uh, it's one of the best-known incidents of mass hysteria. It began when two young girls of the small town of Salem Village began to experience seizures that were not explained by contemporary medical science. After their seizures, the girls proclaimed that they were being assaulted by supernatural entities conjured up by local women. Oh, so they're tripping and they didn't like these old ladies. Yeah, they said back then, they didn't even call them seizures back then. They called them, I think it was like having fits. Gotta hate having a fit. Yeah, but... Now they're called seizures. So, <clears throat> but it says soon more girls were being afflicted and more townspeople, mostly females, were being accused. Trials were promptly enacted, and those women who did not confess were sentenced to death. Ironically, those who falsely confessed did not face execution. Now, what I read that does that make any sense? So, so some of them were like, "Yep, I'm a practicing witch," and then they did. We knew it. We knew it. All right, next. And then she just goes back home and she's like, toil, toil, boil. <laughs> Whatever that is. I don't. <laughs> but this says uh, more than 20 people were executed and more than 100 people were jailed before common sense was restored. Common sense. Yeah. The girl's the seizures. Go ahead. No, what the hell was going on in that village at that time? Were they just isolated people or what? Well, they, I mean, they didn't know what it was. These girls are having seizures, and they're like, what the hell? That's the devil. They're possessed. It says, so let's, uh, just, let's, let's just jail 100 people. Kill them all. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't think Salem's a big town, is it? No, I don't think so. So I'm sure back then it was even smaller, and they yeah. jailed 100 of their citizens, not to mention killing 20 of them. Not 20 of the 100, so 120 people total. What the hell? Or, no, I'm sorry, more than 100 were jailed. So they're like, you're a witch, you're a witch, you're a witch, you're cool, you're a witch. Well, there's a lot of weird things that made them think that people were witches. That they had a mole. So What? Yeah, actually, I looked this up because I was like, well, what did they, like, why did they think these people were witches? So, you know the, what is it, colder than a witch's teat? Yes. That is refer. What is it? Uh, hang on, I got it here. All right, I'm listening. Uh, it says this is on listverse.com. If you ever heard the expression "cold as a witch's teat," now you know the origin. The aforementioned teat or res- er, corresponded to any kind of mole or unusual skin blemish, which all witches, in parentheses, and frankly most humans, are characterized to have. The test was that this test would be pricked with a needle. And if the recipient didn't bleed or feel it, then surely there was a witch in our midst. What? Oftentimes. They're piercing titties? No. Teat. Oh. Not. (laughs) (laughs) It's a difference. They're talking about moles. Oftentimes, however, needles would be purposefully blunted so it would be easier to demonstrate just how, quote, cold and unfeeling, end quote, this teat really is. What? Yeah. So... If you had a mole, 
you're a witch. If you had a wart, you're a witch. If you have a birthmark, witch. Freckle, witch. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I, that's the way I take it. It says unusual skin blemish. I guess a freckle wouldn't be unusual, right? Mm, I guess it depends sense. on the freckle. Still, I didn't know it went. And I didn't know it went that nuts. I know what those Salem witch. I knew they existed, and I just assumed people were practicing. They were just making poultices and tonics and all that stuff in their cauldron. Oh no, the, no. this it gets weird, dude. Uh, one of the way the ways they would force them to confess is by dunking them. Uh, those who didn't admit to being a witch and under heavy suspicion were usually induced to confess by a way of torture. One method was dunking, in which the accused would be held underwater repeatedly until they were successfully broken down. This is also an effective means to brainwash someone into believing a lie, anything to make the inhumanity cease. So, look, if you're dunking me, waterboarding me, whatever, eventually I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, I am Osama bin Laden, or, you know, whatever. I am yeah. what you want. I did yeah. that thing you told me I did. Yeah, just please stop. <laughs> right. I can't breathe. You're killing me. I'm wet. I'm soaking wet. My fingers are pruny. I don't <laughs> oh, like God. that. Stop. Prune fingers. We're done. No. Yeah, pruny fingers. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> That's not even the only water one they did. And this one could be literally the worst one I've heard ever. It's I'm bound... It's called Bound Submersion. Another water one. There was no favorable result in this test. Essentially, the alleged witch would be bound at the hands and feet with heavy rock attached. With No, that's a typo. With heavy rock attached and thrown into a body of water. If the body floated to the surface, that was proof along some kind of whimsical lines that the accused at which point they'd execute her by some other means. If she sank to the bottom and drowned she was innocent uh none of that helps <laughs> they're all dead <laughs> yeah everybody dies yeah so if you float you're a witch you're dead if you sink and drown you're innocent but you're dead <laughs> yay yeah i mean everybody wins right the witch trials could be one of the one of the i don't i would say most inhumane mass hysterias i read up and on. Yeah, because it was uh, it was executed by other people. Other people were executing them for like who was going insane? It was the the authorities that were going insane. Well, I don't know if it was strictly authorities. I think it might have been the entire town minus the hundred plus people that were accused of being a witch or a warlock. Oh. Yeah, warlocks were involved as well. They only talk about the witches for most of the things, anyhow. Yeah, but, there was. There was at least one guy I read. Um, he was actually pressed to death. Oh, I do remember that story. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who he was or anything about him. Well, I don't know the full story on him. Um, but it says uh, one such recipient endured this very treatment. An eighty-year-old man named Giles Corey or Giles Corey, okay. accused of being a warlock. He refused to give a plea each of the several times he was asked and was ultimately crushed to death by <laughs> stones, which, as it turned out, were more likely to speak than he was. The stones were more likely to speak? Well, they're, I mean, I think they're making a joke there, basically saying, like, he's not oh. hes not going to say oh. anything. The stones are more likely to. That was not my joke. This was com. <laughs> so, I mean, all that horrible stuff over uh, mass hysteria and then... Uh, it says the girl's seizures ended and the trial ceased. Later, medical scientists would lay the blame on everything from stress caused by ongoing warfare with, this says American Indians, Native Americans, indigenous peoples. Uh, this was 1692, wasn't it like 1690-something? Wow. Well, they lasted a while, didn't they? The witch trials? 1878. 1692 to 1693 is what I have. Yeah. Uh, so stress from the warfare to fungus on bread products. There we go. We're back to the bread. There it is. So so the seizures were, they were having a bad trip. Because you said the seizures stopped, right? So yeah. they weren't, they weren't uh, wrong synapse firing in the brain. Do we, does modern medicine even know what a seizure is? It's just a, something just a hiccup in the brain and 
then right something I, like I, that i really don't know i can't speak on that i have no idea i really don't but imagine in the 1500s 1600s they're just having fits they're having fits they're possessed stop them smack them must be witches look she has a mole pricker dunker <laughs> throw her in the river see if she drowns so you just said that the girls stopped they they stopped having their seizures they stopped having their fits and the trials ended so the girls that were having the fits weren't what? accused they were not the accused that they were the victims of the witches that's what i read yes oh okay. they were not accused they were being victimized by witches uh, okay. to have their quote-unquote fits seizures okay now i see yeah yeah that, i mean that's probably the most notable mass hysteria yeah that anyone knows of that one was nuts i mean there's how many different it's a it's a tourist attraction yeah absolutely i mean massachusetts alone is kind of creepy right um up up there yeah don't they have that's up for me what is it for you is it up yeah well yeah, they need to have a lot of ghost stories up there at least the salem area um and i'm not sure about well don't call out boston like everything's okay in boston no i mean i wouldn't talk bad about i'm I'm not saying anything bad about massachusetts there's just some activity it's paranormal it's a, it's a little creepy i work with a guy who's from up that way and you know just a little creepy up there i've <laughs> never been so i can't speak from experience but from what i've seen wanna there's go a lot on, of ghost hunting stories you want to go hunt some ghosts would you yeah, go on a ghost tour let's do it i would love to Neither one of us are that far from Philly. East State Penitentiary. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bring my GoPro. We'll bring some mics. Oh, yeah. That looks wild. I got to be honest with you. I'm going to be a little bit scared. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be a little bit scared, too. All right. Let's move on to another goofy epidemic. This one seems, I, I don't know, it just seems juvenile and it stopped pretty quickly but well, i don't know i'm looking forward to this it was a it was enough to make it in the books um where is that there i'm sure there's a whole bunch of things that happen in nunneries that are behind closed doors but this one so one night these nuns just decided to just start meowing like cats. According to an 1844 book citing an unnamed medical textbook, a nun in a French convent during an unspecified time in the Middle Ages inexplicably began to meow like a cat, shortly leading to the other nuns in the convent also meowing. Eventually, all the nuns would meow together for a certain period every day, leaving the surrounding community astonished. This did not stop until the police threatened to whip the nuns. According to a 1784 author, a nun in a German convent in the 1400s began to bite her companions, and the behavior spread through other convents in Germany into Holland and as far as Italy. But that one's a different one. But this nun just started, she just started meowing, and then her other sisters in the convent started meowing too, and it was disturbing everyone. Yeah, imagine the neighbors are just throwing shoes out at the alley, trying to get them to shut up, trying Trying to get him to get out of here. I'm trying to sleep. 3 a.m. Yeah, that's weird. Like, I could see, you know, anybody, anyone, anybody would go through a thing where they want to just make a noise. I yell at my kids all of the time because they keep making the same noise. Stop yeah. it. No. My son does it. He'll, he'll just sit there just, and he'll go, just to, yeah. just to do it. And I'm like, what? why are you doing that? There's no need for that. Yeah, sometimes you just want to make some noise. Yeah, but there's got to be a point when you stop. But these women did not stop. Within seven days, all other nuns of the convent started meowing and purring. They even organized afternoon meowing sessions that lasted for hours. Since the Catholic theology of the time considered cats to be the devil's animals, the nuns were whipped by soldiers employed by the local noblemen, and the meowing ceased. So finally, they... Hmm. They had to get, they beat them to make them stop because they thought they were possessed by the devil. I mean, uh, I don't know. It, it's really weird. Yeah. Belief in possession was common, and in France, cats were often viewed as being in allegiance with the devil. Really? So, I I think they're still. A black cat. 
allegiance with the devil. Can't believe the soldiers had to come in and contain the nuns. Can you imagine the soldier? Uh, yeah, we got this nun problem. Did you just say nuns? Yeah. You have just a nun problem? A bunch of nuns, nuns think they're cats. Don't you have rosaries for that? You think they were uh, using litter boxes? Like <laughs> They were meowing and purring. Licking their the... hands and rubbing it on their head. <laughs> purring. They had to let loose. Come on. They're having a good time, right? Yeah, they couldn't wait for Salmon Sunday. <laughs> that was their favorite lunch day. Salmon Sunday. Mm-mm, I should have went Salmon Saturday, but I went Salmon Sunday. Well, it's a whole church thing. Yeah. Good thing this didn't, didn't happen in, um, what is it, March? During Lent? Oh, yeah. They couldn't give that up. They'd have they to could, give up something else. They couldn't give up their salmon? Or, or the meowing. Maybe oh. it would have been better if it did happen then. And they would say, all right, look, it's so Lent. The pre- yeah, the priest could convince them. Yeah, you, you, you got to give, give up. up. You got to stop. This get, is what I want for you to do for Lent. Give me give me 40 days of rest. Just stop meowing for 40 days and 40 nights. Stop it. And then by the end of it, they'd be tired of it anyway. And say, yeah. why don't we even do that? Right. That's a weird I mean, there's, <clears throat> I don't have anything on it, but there's another weird one about the uh, Catholic Church and nuns called the Ludon Possessions. Oh, what's that one? Well, like I said, I don't have much on it, but it basically, it was um, in 1632, nuns of the Ursuline religious order claimed that their parish priest and religious director, Urban Grandier, had ordered demons to possess them in order to make them more pliant to his sexual overtures. Whoa. Yeah, so it's it, a whole thing. It started with, I think it started with one, and then it turned into a bunch of them. Um, this Grandier guy, he denied it, denied it, denied it. Like, what are you talking about? Of course I didn't do this. Um, two years later, he was found guilty and sentenced to a fiery death because he would, he would not admit to it. So they burned him. And then, um, it says, actually, it says justice served, right? Actually, the possessions themselves were just a well-calculated plot designed to knock Grandier off his high horse. The priest, who was indeed handsome, had acquired many enemies throughout his tenure in Ludon, either for his arrogant behavior, libertine lifestyle, or suspected affairs with women. Uh, among his opponents were other priests and bishops who saw the case as the perfect opportunity to discredit Grandier. So, yeah, so they, they hated this dude so much. Well, not not the nuns, just other, I, I believe it was other priests. Just, he was, basically he was like, uh, he was like the cool priest. Oh, like, we can't like, have uh, that. You're like, hey, you know what? Why don't you crank that music up to 11? And, uh, you know, he was like the the younger hip guy. He was, you know, he was a good looking guy. Some other. He played the lute. He played the lute. He was probably very good at it. Very good at the lute. Yeah. And I mean, people were just jealous of him, I think. I think the other ugly priests or whatever, they were jealous and they were like, you know what? He pulled uh, Sister Mary to the side and said, why don't you act like you're possessed? And then he pulled Sister Kelly to the side. Why don't you act like you're possessed too? Sister, whoever, so on and so on. Next thing you know, everybody's acting like they're possessed and they're in love with uh, Grandier. And he's like, what the hell is going on? This is crazy. I didn't do this. And he denied, denied, denied. And they said, look, we're not going to burn you if you just admit to doing this. And he was like, like hell I am. I didn't do this. So they lit him on fire. So he died. The hell he went. Well, I don't think so. I think he, hey, depending on what you believe, I think he went straight upstairs because he was not lying and he didn't do this. But the guys who committed murder did. Yeah. Oof. In the name of what was right, though, or what they thought was right. That's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> that, actually, I didn't even have anything on that one. I just, when you were talking about the meowing nuns, I decided to look it up real quick. But I heard a, hmm, I think it was the last podcast on the left. I listen to a ton of them, so most of my, like, when I hear things, I'm like, oh, yeah, they did it. Uh, they did one called The Devils of Ludon, and I remember hearing that story. Really? Mm-hmm. But, so what else you got for... Mass hysteria, mass psychogenic illness. The uh, Tanganyika laughter epidemic. Or I it's, did see that. The Tanzan- it's Tanzania now. This happened... And this happened in 1962. It was none of this bad wheat business and these goofy people 
drinking bad river water. This was in 1962, the laughter epidemic. It was at a mission-run boarding school for girls in Kashasha, Kashasha, Tanzania. Now, laughter epidemic. Me, it hasn't happened in quite some time where I just just get the giggles. You ever get the giggles? <laughs> yeah, I do. And you just you just can't stop. It's been some time since I've been just repeating a joke in my head and just going crazy. And I just can't stop. I got to get up, walk away, get a drink of water, th- think about something else. But after a little while, it goes away. Then maybe a couple hours later, you think of the joke and then and then you start to giggle again. But mm-hmm. no, no, not this one. This one just kept going and gone and gone. It started with three gr- three girls and it spread throughout the school, eventually affecting 95 of the 159 students there Whoa. between the ages of 12 and 18. Just just this crazy giggle fit. Everybody's just giggling. No control. Whoa. The symptoms lasted from a few hours to 16 days of giggling. What? <laughs> Did they do it when they were home? Yeah. Or only in school? Yeah. Uh, at home, too. The teaching staff were unaffected and reported the students were unable to concentrate on their lessons. The school closed on March 18th of that year. They closed the school because nobody could concentrate. Well, they got to test that school lunch. <laughs> the teachers weren't hey, affected. The Tanzania lunch? What do they have yeah. in Tanzania for lunch? Uh, it's that bad wheat again, isn't it? It might be. That bad bread. It all stems back to the bread. Carbs are bad for you. You got to go keto. You got to go keto. Limit those. You know cars. what else is bad for you? What was LSD that? is bad for you. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. So they shut the school down, huh? Yep. I the saw epidemic the... even spread to other villages. I was just gonna say that I saw that. So I do have a little bit of a theory on this. All right. I think the kids are just they wanted to get out of school, man. So they said, you know what? Let's be a little. Let's be a little crazy. Start laughing. They got their school shut down. Old Jefferson High in the next town. They said, "Oh, did you see what they did? You see what they did over there at Lincoln High? Let's do this." So they started laughing. Next thing you know, town after town after town or village, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) they all got shut down. And I think it was all perpetrated by the seniors because they didn't want to take exams. And they said, "You know what? Let's get this thing shut down for a year. We avoid exams. Of course, we graduate because why not?" Right. That would be. A wild freaking senior prank. We're going to get the school shut down. Yeah, they just pulled all the kids to the side in the locker room and said, hey, just start laughing. Just be nuts. <laughs> We're going to get this thing shut down. But could you laugh for 16 days? I mean, not at home. If I went to school, I could just, I could fake it. Just like I did throughout high school period. <laughs> I faked it all through high school. You fake Faking it, laughing? You fake it. I made it. Kind It's kind of what I did today at work. Faked Pretty it real good. good. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to make them think you're the best. Pretend real good, but dazzle them with bullshit. The Kasasha School reopened on May 21st and reclosed at the end of June. Earlier that month, the laughing epidemic spread to Ramashini Village, girls yeah, in middle there. school near Bokoba. It affected 48 girls there. The school was sued for allowing the children and their parents to transmit it to the surrounding area. What? Can you believe that? Look, if you can sue for hot coffee, you can sue for anything. I'll tell you. It was too funny, and the government decided it was it was worth the money. That's crazy. Eighteen months after it started, the phenomenon finally died off. How long? Eighteen months. Eighteen months. So it spread others. It spread to other schools and other villages. The laughter reports were wildly accompanied by descriptions of fainting flatulence, respiratory problems, rashes, crying, and screaming. In all, 14 schools were shut down and 1,000 people were affected. Wow. And this was 1962. 1962. So this is kind of modern. I I would call it the most modern. Yeah, past all the world wars, all that stuff. Sounds like it has affected the most amount of people out of the ones I had. The, The... Theory on on the causes of this was Tanzania had just won its independence. What? Chemtrails. Nineteen sixty two? Yeah, we probably had some chemtrails in nineteen sixty two. Yeah, we went back in time. What? We went back in time from today. Went back in time. Yeah. Chemtrailed them. Just like we did the dancing people. I really don't believe in chemtrails. I think it's just a funny joke. So 
Somebody told me it was it's aluminum. Somebody actually said that to me out loud. They're spreading these tiny microscopic pieces of aluminum through these chemtrails to prepare the next generation. Oak. Uh, yeah. Prepare them for what? That's that's what I said. To breathe in aluminum. Uh, I I don't know. Doesn't aluminum affect you really badly? Like you can't have aluminum. I don't think you can have aluminum near an open flame because it's what? very bad for you. You can't. Yeah, you can't. You're not supposed to inhale smoke from burning aluminum. So, I mean, you uh, shouldn't inhale smoke. Period. But if you do, make sure it's not from a coke can. Huh. So I, I shouldn't throw my beer cans in the fire pit because it looks really cool when the beer can melts and turns into a puddle of aluminum. Because the fire has gotten that hot when you throw furniture in it. I mean, you can do it if you're just looking at it, but I want to go over there huffing it in with a vazuzu or whatever. You know, the... <laughs> whatever they use. What, what is that called? I have no idea what you're talking about. Come on, in soccer. They have those big horns that go... It sounds like the Ricola guy. They're kind of like that, but smaller and not curled. soccer? Come on. <laughs> I've seen it. You, I know you've seen it. I don't even watch soccer, and I've seen it. You mean football? Yeah. You know, we do have... Did you see we have a UK listener, at least one? Uh, I didn't know there was one listener. I saw 2%. Yeah. That's what 2% of the listeners are UK. How about that? How do you feel about that? We are... This episode is very UK, except for this. This is Tanzania. The Dancing Mania was in the UK. Well, not in the UK, but Europe. Anyhow. The witch trials were not. Fine. Fine, they weren't. Neither were... The nuns were. Germany. That's true. And what about the ones of Loudon that I touched on briefly? Where's Loudon? That's in France. There you go. But nothing actually in the UK, so they're good. I mean, we still love all all the listeners. UK, America, Mars, whatever. Even Venus. Valiant Thor. The Venusian down there? I said down there. like it... <laughs> Down there. And I'm sure we're broadcasting all the way up into the Pleiades. Yeah, most likely. They know what we're doing. Oh, yeah. They're always listening. Like Santa Claus. Dude, I love this alien stuff. <laughs> has nothing to do with this episode, but I love that alien Do you stuff. think so? Do you think these people had no... Well, this laughing thing, I there is a possible cause. There's a possible theory, but what about this other stuff? Well, they had I think, no idea. They were just like, demons, witches, oh, burn them, drown them. I think the laughing thing, if you trace them all back, you can find out they're all related to Gary Busey. Gary Busey? Yeah. Big teeth. Yeah. A little kooky. A little? <laughs> Come on. They're all related. All the laughers, all related to cuckoo Busey. What year was he born? Before 62? They just thought it was hilarious. Uh, maybe, maybe they saw his baby picture. Started laughing and just couldn't stop. <laughs> the the theorized cause for the laughing epidemic in Tanzania, they they think Tanzania had just won its independence, and students had reported feeling stressed because of higher expectations by teachers and parents, which usually occurs in people without a lot of power. Uh, I mean, I honestly I've laughed when I when I'm stressed out. Sometimes I just start laughing just, like I just can't nervous, believe, anxious, I can't laughing. believe this is happening. Start laughing. I've never done it for 16 days. Yeah, that's that's what seems weird. Why Maybe would 16 seconds? Because of yeah. nervous laughter. Yeah, because then reality starts sinking in. And you're like, ooh, yeah, I I guess I really have to deal with this now. Yeah. Now where are we? I think that takes care of Tanzania laughing, right? Yeah. That brings us to 1962. What else do you got? Uh, well, I got something further back. All right, let's go back. In 1789, something called the Great Fear. Did you hear about this? No. I found this on listverse.com as well. Uh, It says, at the start of the French Revolution, a general panic struck peasants in the countryside after they heard rumors of a supposed aristocrat plan to use brigands to plunder their villages and fields. A brigand is like a, a gang member. So okay. I assume brigands are probably just a small group of gang members. Like a militia, but an unsanctioned militia. Like the guy, you're walking down the street, you see him on the corner, 
you cross the street. You don't want to, you, you know what I mean? One of those guys. Yeah. So paranoia filled the air as vagabonds and even animal herds were mistaken for brigands. What? Did you, yeah. A- animal even, herds? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pure paranoia. Like, uh, yeah, at that point. You know, you're all, standing, you're standing on the street. All, you hear a couple sheep go by. <laughs> what was that? Shady sheep. Get out of there. Yeah. Unbelievable. So <laughs> to pre- protect themselves, villagers formed armed militias, a move that only exacerbated oh. the problem. <laughs> The militias themselves were often mistaken for brigands by neighboring villages uh, when they happened to patrol nearby. Some militias further added to the chaos by attacking and burning down houses and fields owned by the nobles. Only when it became clear that there was no such aristocrat plan did the peasants calm down. The entire episode left the ruling class so fearful of the peasants that they hurriedly enacted a series of reforms to appease them. In effect, the great fear became the catalyst that abolished France's old social order, a move that was felt across the world. What? Uh, oh, I mean, I that, mean, this that one affected government change. Yeah, but see, I, I'm a little a little bit leery on calling it a mass hysteria. Well, I mean, I guess is, sort of it's it's in a village. Yeah. So I get. I mean. Everybody it suddenly it sounded like suddenly everybody took up arms. Yeah, but over a rumor. I mean that's I mean, honestly, it sounds like any internet rumor on Facebook. One person saw it, another person's page and that was gonna happen. Next thing you know, three three million people are storming Area fifty one. <laughs> you know, I mean that's well could that be the modern mass hysteria right now? We we oh, absolutely look, we're looking at that coming right now. Absolutely. Did you see yeah. the Joker who started that? Have you seen his face? There's one dude that's like, yeah, let's yeah. let's storm Area 51. No, I heard he was trying to keep a little bit quiet because he was saying, like, yo, if they really do this, I could be held liable because he started the whole thing. But then would he be considered a cult leader or something? Well, I don't know. I, I would assume – so say I go, I storm Area 51, boom, I yeah. get killed, you know, whatever it is, a, a laser gun, a whatever. They just melt your brain from the outside and – the autopsy says he's a heart attack. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, you know, and then my wife, you know, my family is like, you know what? I'm going to sue this Facebook guy because he's the one who put him up to it. I bet that would happen. He'd I don't know. Under, I don't know who would win that battle. He'd but be under all kinds of scrutiny. Yeah. 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 I could see that. But now he doesn't even want to go, does he? Uh, I don't think he ever wanted to go. I think it was a joke. But now everybody is taking that. See? Could that be considered a mass hysteria? I would. I don't know. It would be close. It would be. What did we say? The definition of a mass hysteria of uh, yeah, mass hysteria, mass psychogenic illness. Uh, a condition affecting a group of persons characterized by excitement or anxiety, mm-hmm. irrational behavior or beliefs, or inexplicable symptoms of illness. Yes, that's mass hysteria. So if all these people are like, oh yeah, yeah, we all believe that there's something there. We're all going to go and do something. I would say so. I mean, characterized by excitement or anxiety, irrational behavior or beliefs. So. The irration is that uh, suddenly all these just just these people are just going to storm this this military complex that may or may not have had an alien back in uh, when was 47? it? Roswell. 40. Yeah. Late 40s. 41, 47. It was I think it was 47, wasn't it? It was it was in the 40s, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I would call that the most recent mass hysteria. I never thought of that until we just brought it up. Yeah. Isn't that... Wow. Huh. It, it is currently a... I've never seen anybody in the streets about it, but it's definitely uh, viral on the internet. It's. I mean, it's like the biggest thing out there right now. They're talking about it on the news, talking about it on the radio. Other podcasts are talking about it. It's And he made it as a joke. If... If you guys go to his Facebook page and check it out, the, everything he does is a joke. Like, he's just making jokes. And this pe- guy? Who- yeah. So the people who take him seriously, you know, if you took him seriously, then their serious friends took them seriously. Next thing you know, I think there was – I heard, like, it was almost 2 million going and a is that million – now? A million maybes. Or, it was – Something absurd, something like that. Yeah, I could be wrong on that, but it—I mean, it's—it's it's way, way too high. 
Oh yeah, but I think we've I think we've mentioned it, or at least I know we've talked about it before that we're going to plan this three months in advance, and we're going to tell them the exact day that a million people are going to show up to spot. Either they're going to move all the stuff that you know everybody assumes that's there, or they're just going to beef up the military that's there. Yeah, you're so not. Is it. everybody going to take a spoon and start smacking around the military guys there? No. Yeah, even if you get past the fence, do you have any idea how far you have to go before you even get to a building? Yeah, it's area 51. There's like, 50 other areas. It, you, you get past the fence, and you're probably going to have to go miles before you even get to a building once you do finally pass the fence. That's if you pass the fence. Right. Are all these people training through CrossFit to run across the freaking desert? Not likely. I... I they're really going to get doubt. up over that hill. They're going to be like, nope, I'm done. I I need a Coke. Yeah. Just no, I'm done. Yeah. Let's go to McDonald's. Somebody, somebody passed the nachos. <laughs> Who's the nachos? <laughs> well, you see, my calculations told me that if we get past the fence right here, that the uh, the alien spaceships would be right here. Uh, I don't see any buildings in the area. Uh, I know my calculations were correct. They must have beamed them up to the moon bases, and now Area 51 is just vacant desert. Eric, can you call your mom to come pick us up? Yeah, sure. She has a minivan. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be crap like that. Yeah, it's going to be unbelievable. It's That's, when it does I mean, happen. Honestly, I can tell you right now what I think is going to happen. I think 50 people are going to show up max. They're going to see the fence. They're going to take some pictures. Nothing's going to happen because there's going to be, uh, I don't know, like 600 military personnel there. Yeah. And that's going to be it. Look, I don't want one gun pointed at me, much less 600 of them. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not all about that. No, nope. like Not about that life. The big ship from Independence Day is going to be hovering over him, just ready to <laughs> shoot that beam down and destroy every single person there. See, we knew it. One of the debris clears, the holograms of the military personnel flicker. They were all holograms the whole time. Ooh. Just to scare them off. <laughs> when really it's just an alien base. Uh-huh. We're getting deep into this. Yeah, I don't know. We should be lead investigators on something. Maybe MUFON. It's called MUFON. See if we can be lead investigators. We'll just take the place of the lead investigators. We'll, we'll be the, the misinformants. I mean, if you pay a certain amount of money, you get a polo and a lanyard with MUFON. What? Oh, yeah. right now. Yeah. How do we sign up? I don't know. I assume their website. I'm going to do it just to get the polo to put it in a shadow box and hang it up on the wall behind me. And I searched MUFON, and now everything's in French. They're getting to you, man. I think that's the wrong. Government, the go- <laughs> Look, did you spell it right? M-U-F-A-N-T? No, MUFON. M-U-F-O-N. Oh. Mutual UFO Network. Those guys. Yeah. Oh, see, everything's in English now. I thought the government was trying to mess you up so you couldn't <laughs> search for them. <laughs> There is one theory about your uh, great fear, though. Really? Bad bread. I believe back, it. Back to the the bad ergot. Consumption of ergot, a hallucinogenic fungus. In years of good harvest, rye contaminated with ergot was discarded, but when the harvest was poor, the pe- peasants could not afford to be so choosy. So they were just eating bad wheat and tripping their asses off. You're a brigand. You're a brigand. You're a brigand. So we've talked about four, and three of them have been linked to bad bread. Yeah, the wheat. Folks, if this doesn't get you to stop eating carbs, I don't know <laughs> what will. All right? You can't just roll, take your rolling pin and smash up some bread. That's not flatbread. That's not how flatbread works. I tried. It doesn't work. It's flat, it, but it's not good. It will make your dough flat. What if you take a slice of white bread and smash it? Real, real thin in between your hands. And then what? Well, that's flat bread, right? Yes. Yes, it is. I could see that working. It would be the really un- gross. It's the crustable. It's it's a flat bread with crust. Uh, yeah. See? I mean, who likes crust? <laughs> Nobody. No. My daughter doesn't. Uncrustable. So we've uncovered quite a few potential ergot poisoning epidemics throughout history. What's this? Was the Salem witch trials ergot? Did we get to that? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? I didn't see what it was. I saw it was, um, hang on, let me go back to my notes real. Fungus on bread products is all I, 
all I got. Yep. Caused by eating rye bread made from grain infected by the fungus. Man, that's freaking nuts. So it's it's rye this, bread. It sounds like rye bread is the problem. You're right. Because isn't that what you just said about the the great yeah. beer? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was it was all the rye bread. Is that is rye bread all gluten free? I have no idea. But I tell you what, I do love me a good Reuben, and that's on rye. You uh. Rye is one of the three gluten grains. It contains a protein called secalin, which is a form of gluten. Therefore, any food containing rye as an ingredient is most definitely not safe on the gluten-free diet. Hmm. Hmm. So rye is not gluten-free. So these... So they all just all had celiac disease. (laughs) Right, isn't celiac the gluten disease? Is it? Yeah, I think it is. I think so. So they just had a gluten allergy. Messed them up. They were eating the bread, gluten allergy, and they started and singing. So I almost went into it. Did you hear me singing? I almost, because I had a Reuben for dinner, I almost <laughs> went into my singing fits. You think so, you have gluten allergy? I was singing and I was having fits. Oh, yeah. this is getting deeper. So the people that are going to storm Area 51 are celiacs. It's possible. They suffer from celiac disease and they've been eating Reubens. Stop it. No more Reubens. Stop being Reubens. Stop being crazies. Don't go to Area 51. You will die if you try to go in there. You will die. It's still an active base. There might not be anything there. It's still an active base. You will die if you go in there. Please don't don't do it. Don't they have uh, independent contractor militia type people? Yeah, I believe so. They drive like white Jeeps or something. Yeah. They're dressed up in like, you know, their paramilitary uniforms and like they, they look a little bit scary. Right. So I I don't want to mess with those guys. Man, are we really I'm very surprised cuz I when we started doing we wanted to do the hysteria thing. I was thinking we'll bounce around time and then we'll come up to um a certain point in history where it's it's close to modern times, but I really did not think. You know, we might be kidding, but I'm I'm just I've just about convinced myself that the Area 51 thing is becoming a mass hysteria epidemic I, or I would 100% say it's mass hysteria. <laughs> and if they if all those people really go, it's definitely going to be the most deadliest mass hysteria. We, you know how we thought the Salem witch trials was the most brutal? Yeah. If they just start marching on a freaking military complex, it, they might nuke them and just end it. Um what do they? I mean, they might mm-hmm. say, you know what? We don't really need this base anymore. We already moved Gleep Clop over to, uh, under the Denver <laughs> airport. Just drop a nuke, end it, boom, done. We're already in the desert. That's where we test all of our nukes anyway. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we got 160 bazillion nukes, don't we? I mean, I think we're. I mean, at least. I think we're like bazillion. we're like three nukes behind what Russia has. Like as we far got, as we know. Well, that's true. Uh, you got any more mass hysterias? Nah, I think we're going to call it. Yeah, I think it. this was a pretty long one. Yeah, but uh, we, I can't believe we we thought of that. Uh, the Area 51 thing is a potential mass hysteria. I'm, I'm very shocked. I did not come into this thinking that that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still had, honestly, I still had a couple more to talk about. Actually, yeah, but. I just had one more, but that one kind of took over for us. Because it could happen. We're looking at a future mass hysteria, potentially. I mean, we could be looking at the the roots of it now. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird. I mean, I don't know if we can even do final thoughts on these. Like, they were just crazy things that happened, and it seems like there's proof that they actually happened. Yeah. There's there's records showing uh, a number of these actually happening. Well, I mean, the Salem Witch Trials is just blatant. The thing in 1962, the laughing thing, that's freaking wild. Yeah. That's, I guess that's my thoughts that, uh, I don't know how, I don't know how it could happen. Just everybody starts having the same, the same LSD trip. I don't know. That's what a lot of them seem like. That's, that's the prevailing theory is that these were the ergot poisoning, which is essentially, well, well, everything points to LSD tripping on like pure, rotten wheat rye bread yeah i mean that seems to be it seems to be the most logical answer if you want to put a stamp on it yeah seems about right yeah 
Well, I think that's it for this one. I think so. So, we are Bring on the Weird on all the places. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't, I don't think either one of us are into Snapchat. No. But for the podcast, anchor.fm slash bring on the weird. But we're also on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. I don't know. I mean, basically, like all of them, Google, yeah. all that, all of them. Yeah. So. So, I mean, if you can't find us, I don't We're know. doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's our fault. <laughs> but we're trying. Yep. Well, all right. Anyway. That's that. That's it. We'll talk to you later. Until next time, stay weird.